Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys my do not draft wide receiver list for fantasy football in 2020. Now, I don't like these guys for a variety of reasons. It's going to be different for each and every single wide receiver I talk about in this video. If you guys end up at any point enjoying this video, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I produce content every single day to help you guys win your 2020 fantasy football championship. And while you're down there, you can check out my Patreon. It has my draft guide on it. It is priced so that everyone can get it. I didn't want to make it super expensive since I figured, hey, I want to make sure all of the people that watch my videos and enjoy it can get it. So without further ado, let's get into it. Do not draft wide receivers for fantasy football in 2020. Coming in at number one, we have big man Odell Beckham Jr. FFPC ADP 40.85. If you are new to my channel, FFPC ADP, FFPC is a high stakes draft website. ADP is average draft position. So the 40th pick on that website, he is obviously a Cleveland Brown, came from the New York football giants, and then he came to the Browns and he kind of shit the bed last season. Not kind of. He really did. 5'11", 198 pounds, 27 years old for Odell Beckham Jr. The man's getting up there in age. Obviously not like 27 is old, but you forget that since you probably still assume he's that young man he was back in New York. 4.43, 40-yard dash, 86th percentile, 69th percentile. Very nice. Speed score, 78th percentile. Burst score, 98th percentile. Agility score, 95th percentile. Catch radius. So while his workout metrics are very good, that doesn't necessarily tell the tale of the player, which is what I try to emphasize in every single video. Just because the guy's a freak fucking athlete doesn't mean that he's going to be the best wide receiver, running back, quarterback, tight end for your fantasy football team. In this case, we're obviously talking wide receiver. Right now, Odell Beckham Jr. is coming off the board as wide receiver number 11, pick 32, and is a third-round pick on ESPN. Now, last season, he finished the year as the wide receiver number 25. Last season, just like this year, he's being drafted as a top 12 wide receiver, and he fell very short of those expectations. 12.6 PPR points per game. So you might be thinking, oh, Nick, maybe his, P- his points per game was better. He, he just wasn't playing too good. No, he played all fucking 16 games. 31st at wide receiver for points per game. 133 targets, 8.3 per game. 12th at wide receiver. 74 receptions, 4.6 per game. 18th at wide receiver. So he was getting the targets. He's getting the receptions. But he's not doing it. He's not playing well. 1,035 yards, 64.7 per game, 23rd at wide receiver. He only scored four total touchdowns, 51st amongst wide receivers, and five red zone receptions, 42nd amongst wide receivers. Now we're going to look at what happened now. What's new between the Cleveland Browns of last season versus right now and how that might affect Odell Beckham Jr.'s playing ability in 2020. So Cleveland brings in new head coach Kevin Stefanski. If you guys know who Kevin Stefanski is, former offensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings. Now coaching tendencies last season, Freddie Kitchens, that absolute dumpster fire, was passing the ball at a 59.61% clip for the Cleveland Browns, 18th in the NFL. The Minnesota Vikings under coach Kevin Stefanski, who is now the Cleveland Browns head coach, passed the ball 51.70% of the time, 29th in the NFL. So it seems like a guy that was really relying on volume last year just to get any type of points, now he's going to have even less volume. This system is built upon rushing the ball. When you have two of the best running backs in the league, realistically, sure, they might not be the best two fantasy backs together. While I think they are very good, Chubb and Kareem Hunt are by far the best one-two punch 
for in the NFL at the running back position. There is just no debate on that. Nick Chubb is electric. Kareem Hunt, we saw how good he was in the Chiefs. He obviously had that incident, and then he comes back and he looks good in Cleveland. So they're going to be running the ball a lot, and they could be very confident in the running game between Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be seeing less volume when most of his points relied strictly on him getting those catches and getting a lot of targets. He wasn't scoring the touchdowns, wasn't getting a lot of yards. So I do worry that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to decline. We know what Jarvis Landry is in this Cleveland Brown system. Now, it seems like Jarvis Landry should be good to go for week one. If he misses time, Odell Beckham Jr. will probably have a good three games while Jarvis is out, and then he'll turn to complete shit again. So Odell Beckham Jr., while is the alpha wide receiver on the team, Jarvis Landry is still going to be probably seeing a similar amount of targets on that offense, and those target numbers are going to be lessened in 2020 under coach Kevin Stefanski. Final thing to bring up here as Odell Beckham's efficiency numbers. Odell Beckham Jr. is about as efficient as putting on a condom after you already had sex and you you're, you have the kid. You're the kid sitting next to you. Now you put the condom on. Maybe the kid will get deleted. It doesn't fucking work like that. That's not how real life works. And that's how Odell Beckham Jr. was playing. Not very efficient at all. 14 yards per reception, 33rd at wide receiver. 7.8 yards per target, 58th at wide receiver. A 55.6% catch rate. This guy has butterfingers. He went from one of the best pass catchers in the NFL, the guy who reached back like 1-3. Drake made a goddamn rap lyric about it because he was that good up against the trash-ass Dallas Cowboys. And now he's not looking very good. 11 drops, 0.7 per game, 13th in the NFL. So the targets, while Baker isn't the most accurate quarterback in the NFL, you can't put all the blame on Baker Mayfield. And he had a 22.5% dominator rating on the Browns. Dominator rating pretty much means the percentages, how many yards, touchdowns, and all that stuff are coming your way, how much you dominate that offense. 47th most dominating wide receiver. Just note, there's 32 number ones on NFL teams, and he was below all of them. So even if his efficiency was to rise up a little bit, I still don't think he's going to have a good season due to the fact that I think the volume is really going to be decreased by the head coach, Kevin Stefanski. I don't hate Odell Beckham Jr. as a player. I always make jokes about him, how he just fucked you right in the ass last year, repeatedly jamming it in there with no use of lube at all, and you just got fucked. But Odell Beckham Jr. will probably... He's just not worth it. I'm going to be honest with you. He'll probably be fine, but he's not worth the 11th wide receiver pick. He's not worth being picked in the third round. Sure, you get Odell in the fifth round, you might be happy. Odell might be your wide receiver one, and that's going to fuck you in the ass. You don't want anything to do with Odell Beckham Jr. He's not going to play very well in 2020, especially, like I said, when they're going to want to run the rock down their opponent's throats. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. Next wide receiver up to bat is T. Hua Hilton, Indianapolis Colts wide receiver, FFPC, ADP 72.79. A bit of a discount compared to what we normally see T.Y. Hilton have in the past couple of seasons. Five foot nine, 183 pounds. 30 years young for T.Y. Hilton, 95th percentile 40-yard dash with a 4.39, 47th percentile speed score, 43rd percentile burst score, 31st percentile agility score, and a 29th percentile catch radius. So what went wrong for T.Y. Hilton, and why do I not really like him? Right now, coming off the board as wide receiver 24. Wide receiver 24. Pick 51, round 5. Now, I think that is a bit elevated on ESPN, what they're getting this data from, because it seems like he's going more as like the wide receiver 30 to 35 range, But 
by draft season, a lot of people are going to buy into the name value. We've seen T.Y. Hilton in the past be that guy. So the Indianapolis Colts last year, obviously Jacoby Brissett being the quarterback as well as some other guys when Brissett was down. Wide receiver number 57 in 2019 playing 10 total games, 12.5 PPR points per game, 34th at wide receiver. He has 69 targets, 6.9 per game. That's a double. Very nice. 63rd at the wide receiver position, 45 receptions, 4.5 per game, 55th at wide receiver, 501 yards, 50.1 per game, 66th at wide receiver, 5 total touchdowns, 37th amongst wide receivers, and 7 red zone receptions, 25th amongst wide receivers. So you could take the discount and say, hey, T.Y. Hilton got hurt. That could mean that he will be better if he had played all the games. But it didn't seem like his points per game would tell you that, 34th at wide receiver. Now, I don't necessarily think T.Y. Hilton is going to be bad because of injuries, but you have to take it into account when you're drafting your fifth round player when there's other guys around this area. It's not that T.Y. Hilton shit. It's in the fifth, sixth, seventh round. There's tons of guys around this area that I like way more than a guy like T.Y. Hilton. Now, looking at his medical history report, this is from playerprofiler.com. We can see his injury probability is ranked third at wide receiver 66.8% in 2019 or 2020, and his fragility rate is 81.8 So he really wasn't one of these guys that deal, dealt with a lot of injuries until recently in 2018 and 2019 is when we really see the injuries come up for T.Y. Hilton last season. He hurt his quadriceps strain week three, missed a game, and then he had a calf tear week nine and missed five games. The season before, he had a bit of some strains, but he wasn't really missing too many games. But it really took a big toll on T.Y. Hilton last season. So I don't know if I really want to draft a guy who I feel like is going to miss some games in 2020. Now you bake into the fact that, hey, the Indianapolis Colts have a really good offensive line meaning they're not really too opposed to running the rock, and they bring in Jonathan Taylor, so they want to obviously run the ball. They draft another wide receiver, so they obviously want to be a passing and as well as running offense. But the thing is, obviously, all fucking teams run the ball and want to pass the ball, but they have a great O-line. They bring in Phillip Rivers. My concern is... One, Phillip Rivers did not look very good last year. T.Y. Hilton isn't even as good as Keenan Allen, and I felt like Keenan Allen had games where he really struggled last year. Phillip Rivers overall just struggled last year. Now, I'm not going to blame it all on Phillip Rivers. I just really think that T.Y. Hilton is really going to disappoint people. The injury concerns really do scare me. I just don't feel super confident drafting a guy that I feel like has some injury concerns in early in the draft and where a guy that might be my wide receiver too, I could find another guy like Terry McLaurin or another guy that I really like going later around there. And I just feel like this Colts offense has a bunch of passing options around T.Y. Hilton. Like I said, they brought in a new wide receiver that they drafted in Michael Pittman Jr. So I think that they're going to be airing the ball out to all the other guys. They still have Paris Campbell as well there, guys that they're looking to get bigger there. So I'm not sure if T.Y. Hilton is necessarily done. I'm not saying he's a shitty wide receiver. I'm just saying I think where he's getting drafted is a little too high for where I would look to try to get a guy like T.Y. Hilton. Next guy up to bat is Amari Cooper. If you guys have watched my videos for any amount of time, you know that I fucking hate Amari Cooper due to the fact that this guy is inconsistent as it gets. Dallas Cowboys wide receiver 35.69 FFPC ADP 6 foot 1 211 pounds out of Alabama 26.1 years old a 442 40-yard dash 28th percent or 90 or 89th percentile I should say 92nd percentile speed score 24th percentile burst score 97th percentile agility score 75th percentile catch radius and 100% chance to fuck you in the ass every couple of weeks this guy is hot he's cold he's in then he's out he's up then he's down this guy is unbelievable we're going to talk about that after but we're going to look at his stats because his stats, they're, while all, stats are facts, 
they also kind of are lying to you. They're giving you a bit of fake news here. Wide receiver number 13 coming off the board right now. A third-round pick coming out the board at pick 35. Wide receiver number 10 last season. But it came with those inconsistencies. Some games really boosted it. Other games put them lower down. 15.4 PPR points per game, 14th at wide receiver. 16 games, 119 total targets. 17th at wide receiver, 79 receptions. 15th at wide receiver, 1,189 yards, 74.3 per game. 7th at wide receiver, 8 total touchdowns. 8th amongst wide receivers and 6 red zone receptions. 33rd amongst wide receivers. Now those stats are good. I'm not going to deny that Amari Cooper... So week one, he starts off all fine and dandy against the New York football Giants, 16th best wide receiver. And then week two against Washington, the 30th best wide receiver, right? So he's good, then he's bad. Then the next week, he's good, 6th best wide receiver. Then the next week, he fucks you dry, 9.8 points, 34th wide receiver. And then he does great, 3rd best wide receiver. And then he's bad. 95th wide receiver, and then he's just average again, 15 points, 17th best wide receiver, 13 points, and then does really good, 4th best wide receiver, and then the next week, he just screws you again, 55th best wide receiver, and then he scores 0 points against Stephon Gilmore and the New England Patriots, and then 22nd, 10th, 87th, 55, 28th. Your final three weeks of the season, which is going to be your playoffs. Week 14, he's the 10th best wide receiver. Week 15, 87th. Week 16, your championship game, 55th. Can you rely on Amari Cooper? Fuck no. What did the Amari Cooper's team, the Dallas Cowboys, do in the offseason? They bring in wide receiver C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma, a guy who is going to eventually be the alpha on the team. Will he be this year? No. But he will obviously take in some of those passing yards from, or not passing yards, just passing work, from Amari Cooper and it does worry me that the offense might regress Dak Prescott was looking amazing last season I don't doubt Dak Prescott's talent personally I think Dak Prescott's very good I think he's a good fantasy football quarterback but I do worry about that I do worry about the fact that they bring a new head coach fat ass Mike McCarthy moseys his way into there and obviously he's going to try to have an influence on the game he's going to try to get them to pass the ball more but I don't think it really fucking matters because if I'm being honest with you Amari Cooper has shown inconsistencies on good teams and bad teams he was inconsistent in Oakland he's been inconsistent in Dallas so I'm going to go ahead and fade Amari Cooper I just don't think it's worth it putting that firework in your lineup that you drafted in round three why not roll the dice and put fucking Nicole Hardman in as your wide receiver one you find him in in like the 10th round and that guy could blow up and do the same thing Amari Cooper can but you're not as pissed off when he fucks you over because you draft him in the 10th round not in the third round now the fourth wide receiver of this video and the final wide receiver if you guys did end up enjoying this video thus far please make sure to click that subscribe button wide receiver AJ Green of the Cincinnati Bungles FFPC ADP 87.5 six foot four 211 pounds 32 years old for old man AJ Green Workout metrics go as follows, 4.50 40-yard dash, 67th at wide receiver, 67th percentile, I should say, 86th percentile speed score, 52nd percentile burst score, 63rd percentile agility score, and 88th percentile catch radius. Now, A.J. Green, you might say, Nick, where's his stats from 2019? Didn't have any. The guy was, he's just hurt. He's always hurt. He's played less than half of his games in the last four seasons. His ADP, he's wide receiver 28 off the board. Pick 68, a sixth round pick. Can someone inform me in the comments? What type of dumb motherfucker, what type of hole in your head do you have to have to draft A.J. Green as the 28th wide receiver off the board, and the guy has yet to sign his franchise tender for the Cincinnati Bengals. Wide receiver 44 in 2018. 16.6 PPR points per game, 16th at wide receiver, but he can't stay healthy. 
only played nine games. 77 targets, 8.6 per game, 50th at wide receiver, 46 receptions, 50th at wide receiver, 694 yards, 77.1 per game, 22nd at wide receiver, 6 total touchdowns, 23rd at wide receiver, and then 6 red zone receptions, 39th amongst wide receiver. Now, I'm not arguing that A.J. Green is some bum, because clearly A.J. Green, when he's healthy, is a top 10, top 12 wide receiver in real life, as well as in fantasy football. But when you see a guy just constantly get hurt, this guy's brushing his teeth in the morning, he accidentally swallows his fucking toothbrush and chokes to death. He's taking a shower, he drops his soap, he fucking hits it, he flips backwards, goes vertical, cracks his head open. He gets hurt lacing up his cleats before game day. A.J. Green is as injury-prone as it gets. That's why I'm fading him. You look at his medical history, not very bueno. Look at recently, in 2019, he gets a high ankle sprain. And then he's like, oh, I'm coming back in four weeks. Four weeks comes, he's on the bench. I'm coming back week eight on the bench. This motherfucker is a pussy. He just won't play. He got high ankle sprain. He had surgery, ankle reduction surgery because his ankle was looking thick as hell. 16 games missed. Toe sprain, week eight. Knee contusion, concussion, hamstring strain. The guy's just a walking injury tent. So I don't want anything to do with AJ Green. I don't want to draft some guy that I believe is going to get hurt. In the sixth fucking round, it just makes no sense. There's so many wide receivers around this area that are just so much better. So don't draft AJ Green. And if you want to draft AJ Green, please explain to me what you smoked before you left the comments. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If you ended up enjoying, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. Make sure to check out one of the videos on your screen. Check out the draft guide down below. I love each and every single one of you motherfuckers. And I'll see you guys all tomorrow with yet another heater of a video. Fuck you, AJ Green. Unless you want to talk in real life, because then I'll, I'll shake your hand, you know, we'll take a nice picture together. But you'll probably get hurt in the middle of taking the picture, because the flash will hurt your eyes. Goodbye.